like the thing is i know our podcasts are kind of an exhausting affair so at are around 4 30 this <laughs> afternoon <laughs> right. i had a small black coffee um just enough to like keep me a little fun you know <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast powered by SteelSeries, but more on that later. I am Zach Jackson and joining me is James Wood. Howdy gamers. Adam Ryan. Hello there. And Nathan Hennessy. How do? Welcome back for this week, the last week of January and first week of Feb. Oof, can't believe it. I know, right? It's insane, isn't it? It has actually been a pretty long month, if we're being honest. You feel yeah. it's, like a, a lot has happened in January. But are you energized mm. for February? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> no. I've been energized in oh, years. boy. It's <laughs> ter- terrified of February. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. glad we're all perked up, ready to ready to go. <laughs> nah, it's good to, good to see you guys. James, I've got a question for you. Mm. Question, without, question without notice here. Uh, what yeah. is, sorry, not what, what is, when is the last time you had a uh, nice iced coffee? Iced latte, sorry. Oh, like three days ago. Yeah, I was about to say, that's his regular. Yeah, I know it's yeah. regular, but I just wanted to, you know, because, um, you know, you should be perked up. You should be good to go if you, if you had one today, but three days ago. You might not, oh, be, yeah. you might not still Although be running on that. small, like, the thing is, I know our podcasts are kind of an exhausting affair. So, at are around 4.30 this afternoon, <laughs> right. I had a small black coffee. Um, just enough to, like, keep me a little fun, you know? <laughs> what if, what if Daddy you have, needs like, his caf caf. What, yes. <laughs> what happens if you have, like, a, like a medium one size one? That's too much fun. That's... Nobody wants that. For who, though? Well... For you, for sure. <laughs> Starts Jesus munging on Christ. his teeth mid-podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's your swinging. I can make this microphone disappear. Mm. Oh, party trick. How many, uh, oh. how many, how many coffees do you roll with a day? Oh, just one. Just one? Yeah. He respects his bowels. Nathan, mm-hmm. how about you? You're, you're sure you're a one- I You're take right. a half. I do a half of one, mate. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan just sniffs a coffee once a day and then runs to the shitter. <laughs> have, have you ever tried decaf? Yeah. Does that do like? <laughs> no, it's is like the caffeine, the diuretic. No, is no, no, no. It's it's the bean. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It's bean. it's those beans. Mm. Those beans that... make me jump. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. Adam, how many how many how many coffees do you have a day, mate? I try to stick to one, but I also work from home, so it's all too easy for me to go home. I go home, go downstairs, and just <laughs> grab the AeroPress and go for a second. So, the AeroPress, mm, okay. AeroPress. If you haven't used it, it's a great little. Never even heard. It's like a, it's like a one cup French press. Yeah, I use the French mm. press. It's yeah. but it's easier, and it oh. it's it makes a very smooth coffee. It takes all the bitterness out. It's great. Mm. I couldn't Sometimes recommend I like it enough. Fun. I, like a, I, like a I feel like if you're hanging out at home and it's around 
one thirty, two o'clock and you're a bit bored, you're kind of like, I'll just have another coffee. Yeah. Um, and it's a terrible impulse that should be curbed. But it, especially it if you usually, enjoy the flavor. I, and so I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, it usually goes, it'll get to the end of an exhausting meeting where I just have to listen to corporate bullshit and I'll be like, oh, looks just like going to duck pump. away for a coffee. It's time. What looks like a pump? Like this, the AeroPress looks a bit like a dick pump kind of thing. <laughs> How many coffees a day do you have, Zach? <laughs> Not enough, apparently. Uh, <laughs> or too many. Yeah. Uh, Pick a lane, though. One, sometimes two. If I'm if I'm not mm. working, if I'm at home, it, it'll be two. But yeah, normally just one. There you go. There you go. Behave with the AeroPress. Mm, no, I'm not an AeroPress kind of guy, mate. What's your brand? Uh, I have a Breville coffee machine thing. Mm. Oh, you've got like you've got like the espresso machine thing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But- don't ever ask him for a coffee, though. No, I didn't, God, no. didn't I make you one? <laughs> no, nah, mate, I asked you for one. You're like, you might have to walk down the street. I was like, oh, why bother? <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? As you see his I mountain do of that. coffee. I do, because that's when yeah. you came and collected all the uh, goods. Yep. Mm. Real hospitable mm. bloke. 10 out of 10. God. <laughs> Next time <laughs> I promise I'll give you one. I think there was a reason. Next time I'll definitely make you one. I do apologize. There was a reason, because he couldn't be asked. <laughs> no, I, I always like making one. Um, Today I learned. I think it was more that I was scared that Nathan might just end up shitting himself. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> to be fair, reasonable. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fucking hell. All right, video games, eh? Let's talk, let's talk, yeah. let's talk about those. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, well, we've got no real reviews to talk about this week, because everyone's... Either busy doing stuff or, uh, uh, yeah, well, that's it. Or they haven't uh, done anything. But, um, James, what have you been playing the past yeah. week, mate? So, Tell me. Uh, just Alan Wake 2, actually. Um, so I am almost done. <clears throat> I've reached like the, like I'm right before the end of Alan's story and I'm pretty close to the end of Saga's story. Ah. Based on the chapter names I've got left, I am fucking hyped. Um, very, very good. For those in the know, I have just done the cinema segment of alan's story uh which was probably one of my favorite parts of the whole game just vibe wise the um the loop the the masks uh just you know i mean it's alan wait too it just it knows what it's doing it hasn't put a foot wrong yet i am dying to know what doors deal is um good stuff Mm. Mm. i love that i'll get i'll get like periodic messages from you being like, ah, this game is so great because of X, Y, and Z. And it's just been leading up to the end and you're so close now. (laughs) I'm just, it's, it's a lot being that I've, I've played it already. It's, it's like, I'm, I'm right back there again. Cause I get to relive it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. I'm very much enjoying your playthrough, James. (laughs) Good. Nice. Good stuff. Nathan, what have you been playing? Pretty much the same as last week, just jumping in and out of the finals whenever I have a spare moment, because as I kind of mentioned, I don't need more than 20 minutes to dive in and dive out and feel like I've had a satisfying session. Although, uh, yeah, I decided for whatever reason, I was at insomnia, decided to jump on at like five in the morning or something. 
jumped into a you know solo queue, jumped into a team with two other players for quick cash. Uh, I thought I, I thought I found how to type in the chat, but I accidentally pressed the key to like join voice chat. It's like no, I don't oh, want to talk no. to people, so I immediately jumped out. <laughs> but the game glitched. I wasn't in the voice chat, but I could still hear the other two players. Boy, I got called a lot of slurs, lots of racist slurs. I'm just trying to do Damn. my own thing, and these guys are just like, "This guy's fucking trash. Is this his first game? What the fuck?" Like, and then and then the racial slurs. I was like, "Oh boy, don't miss this." So yeah, the kids are all right. They have not changed. They are still venomous. So I'm really thankful that by default, all of that shit is off. Like you have to opt into any of that. Mm. I don't miss the days where you have to go through and fucking mute everyone mm-hmm. in a server. It's oh, nice Call that of it's Duty. Just... <laughs> yeah. Those like... Modern Warfare 2 lobbies were uh, a treat. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something else, isn't it? It's, it's the ugliest safari you can go on. Mm-hmm. But um, Nathan, we, you, Adam and I, we actually jumped into a another game this week. <laughs> Please tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I think, I think you should tell us. Really? Uh, we played uh we played a game called Ready or Not, uh, which is a like tactical SWAT, uh, PVE, uh, experience from Void something Void Interactive or something like that. Uh, it's just hit uh, 1.0, I think, from memory. It's been in early access for uh, X amount of time. I'm not sure exactly how long it's been in th- early access, but I think yeah, it it's just popped launched. up during early during the pandemic. I, th- I think. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. Void Interactive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so that, then that was fun. It's it's the tutorial is certainly kind of overwhelming, but unnecessarily overwhelming. I think that a lot of the overwhelmingness comes from a uh, poor keyboard layout, or however you want yeah. to phrase that. Yeah, it's one of these games know. that sprawls across the keyboard and probably doesn't really have to. No. I mean, there, there's so there's instances where this game will tie like a dozen commands to the F key and just make that context sensitive, but then spread the minutia of everything out else out across the keyboard. So it's overwhelming to start with, isn't it? Mm, yeah, but it's but it's fun. Like like we had a we had a pretty good time. Uh, yeah. And yeah you, so you basically do these. Well, I think the missions might expand. Like you like you would know more than I would. Mm. But the first like they kind of get bigger as you go along. So the first one's like a little, it's almost like a little servo or something, like a Seven Eleven kind of thing, or I think. Yeah, maybe. yeah, like petrol station. Mm. Yeah, uh, you go in and rescue a couple of civilians, and yeah, uh, take out the baddies, or unless they surrender. Rescue the baddies and take out the civilians. In Zach's case, well, absolutely. To be f- to be fair, collateral damage is expected in these high tension situations, and we got the job done. We did. Spoken like a proper police union boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, this game is very interesting, quite detailed, extremely atmospheric, and very tense. Uh, so it's a it's an experience that I personally would liken to maybe like GTFO, like just a really tense, kind of slow burn experience. Um, one of your mates, Zach, actually referenced it as the anti-payday, which I thought was yeah. such an apt... <laughs> yeah descriptor yeah. for this game uh yeah so yeah you, you basically playing squads of four and you go in and um yeah you gotta try and navigate and survive these hostage situations and stuff like that and it's just it's pretty full-on but um 
as as we play more. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll uh, talk about it in the coming weeks. Absolutely. But, but you've played a, a couple missions more. How much more intense and stuff does it get from the yeah, first it's, two? It's excitingly ramping up. So there's 18 missions, uh, but Zach and I have made it through about three together, I think, and I've made it through yep. about six in the single player. Single player gives you a squad that you will command, um, which is I have mixed feelings about, but it, it does make for a really great training experience that not a lot of multiplayer games have. Normally they'll chuck you in with some pretty mediocre bots, but, but the bots are sufficient for the training experience and the missions they ramp up in in scale and difficulty and surprises. Like every mission, there has been something that genuinely yeah. surprised me, and it's, oh, it's thrilling shit. Yeah, it's good fun. Adam, what did you? Uh, how did you find it? Definitely better than payday. Um, no, I'm <laughs> I'm digging it. I dig the savage. I think the um, it definitely has that GTFO feel to it as far as the tension is concerned. And like the methodical pace that it has, at least at the start before shit hits the fan and, you know, we're blowing limbs off civilians and whatnot. I mean, allegedly. Um, But no, from the, it it definitely bombards you with systems, but then once you're actually in motion, it all just kind of works, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But no, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far and I'm very, very keen to, to jump back in and get some more done with you boys. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, you been playing anything else, Nathan, or is that uh, just that? Um, yeah, like a little card game with friends called Bonanza. So it's a bean trading game. So I've been running a bean stock market around the table. That's been great. Been tr- trading stinky beans for red beans and green beans for garden beans. And it sounds quite boring on paper. Yourself. Mate, I'm just sitting there <laughs> with a very nervous stomach as we play. Uh, but it's a treat. Do you get literal beans to trade around? I wish. Or... No, they are just cards, uh, but you okay. ask the right question because it's not the first time I've heard that. Okay. Wouldn't that oh, be delightful? Right. Yeah. What is your favorite bean, be. James? Out of all the beans you could get. Oh. I fucking um, love broad I, I mean, beans, I'll tell you that much. Interesting. I just like a like a plain green bean, uh, like a little blanche, so it's got a bit of crisp to it still. Oh. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah, boy. Little blind, God, you fuck with. Yeah, like a like a string bean. Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, like you know, like those green, just like a long green bean, you know. Yeah, it's like a regular old bean. I used to. No, that's a pea. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't really fuck with peas. <laughs> no. Adam, what's your favorite I bean, like, mate? I like black beans. Black beans are my my shit. Okay. I'm a I'm a fan of Mexican, and black beans are the the ultimate mm. bean to have with your your Mexican cuisine. They Solid. are. Nathan, you got a favourite one? Uh, so the the only one that I'll tolerate because beans, <laughs> <laughs> like like you said, mate, beans Shrek me, uh, coffee bean, mate. Oh, <laughs> clever! Yeah, I could take that Good in stride. One. Good one. Alrighty, Adam, what have you been playing? Just the finals, mate. Hook it straight into my veins. That's I. It hasn't let go of me yet, mm. and it's a toxic relationship that I'm happy to keep around. It's just so easy to jump into. Like that's what it gets is. me. It's so good. There's virtually no learning curve. It's it's the most straightforward like shooter I've jumped into in a minute. But still, grab so the cash, put it in the thing, defend the thing. Done. It's fucking mint. Mm. Zach, play it. I know it's on your console. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. <laughs> I will play it. I, I will once this little wave of games has passed. Well, uh. 
but then there's a big wave of games coming. <laughs> there's no yeah, sleep, mate. No rest. Not for me. Okay. Not for me. <laughs> I got. I got Redwall. Look at him. He's got broad shoulders. He's got this. <laughs> I did see Redwall. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd be all over that. Mm. Uh, all right, let's move on. Do we want to give some shout-outs this week to what has been reviewed and is up on the website? Mark has been a very busy boy. Hasn't he? Rev- I think we... Didn't we call out Like a Dragon last week? Anyway, we did, we'll do it we again did. this week. Because it's possible. We'll do let's, it again. Anyway. It's worth Mark's, it. Mark's, uh, <clears throat> Mark says, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth wears its title on its sleeve, a seemingly endless amount of content to explore, wrapped in an, wrapped in an emotional and... in and, and God, an entertaining story. It's like a dragon at its very unique best 9.5. He also reviewed Turnip Boy Robs a Bank and says, Turnip Boy proves he's no one-hit wonder, taking a slightly different direction to his debut, yet still hitting all the right notes. Fun to play and enjoyable to master. It's a creative action shooter that shouldn't be missed. 9 out of 10. I don't know if uh, Mark's seen a number below 9. This this year, actually, no, maybe he has actually. What else did he do this year? Uh, that wasn't a dig. That was just that like that was a joke. I feel like there's something in there that got a seven. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, but he uh, has been well, eating well. Not this year, you raise a very good yeah, point. He has. Yeah. Uh, so then Jordan did his Tekken Eight review, which is we which we called out last week. You can go read that on the website if you would like. Uh, and or you can watch it. video. Oh yeah, sorry. We do also have a video. Ash uh, Jordan is put together a video review of that make sure you go check it out and there is an infinite dragon infinite wealth like a dragon video that you can go watch as well ash has also reviewed apollo justice ace attorney trilogy and says apollo justice ace attorney trilogy is the essential final chapter to the ace attorney courtroom experience it's hilarious heartwarming and mind and mind-bending experience that will leave you cheering at every triumph and gasping at every ridiculous twist I think that is, needs to be a little bit tweaked there, but good job all round. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Woo, that's good. Banger. Absolutely. Uh, anything else we can give a shout-out to that's on the website? Uh, James, Josephina, and I will have a article out now. Uh, there will also be a video, which is 12 Aussie-made games to have on your radar in 2024. Make sure you go check that out. We will probably have a podcast where we where we talk about those games in the coming weeks. Shall be very exciting, and hopefully, the uh, yearly ANZ release calendar is up and about. It's ready to go. Just needs a couple little buffs to uh, get it ready to go out. So yeah, it needs a couple of James is going to bring over the coconut oils and just you know get it ready, mm. get it primed. But uh, that that should be out as well. Anything else that we need to call out, friends? We'll talk good. about the Suicide Squad in less kind terms later. Uh, but Ash and I put our nerdy little heads together and oh, yes. threw together a list of eight characters that we think should be added as DLC uh, playable characters. We may have taken the piss slightly. We did. We completely took the piss. Um, so it's a fun little read. So you should go and read that as well. So are you why we don't have review code yet, even though the game is out and it is launched in early access or whatever that is? Not not early access, but it's... $165 early access? Oh, Fuck yeah, dear. mate. That the you can't access early. We'll talk yeah, about it later. Well, I've got so much in the... I've got so much in the tank for this game. Just... 
So uh, I that someone also does. So put up a very very quick little interview <laughs> piece uh, about Skull and Bones. I had a uh, just kind of not leftovers, but there was a, a piece of content piece of content that um, we had to save uh, for uh, a separate embargo, which was this week or just gone, sorry, uh, about the game's endgame post-launch DLC con- uh, content stuff, which is all free. They detailed year one of, the, of that and what's coming. And uh, yeah, there's little uh, bits and pieces from an interview I did with the senior producer and director of the game in there. So you can go check that out if Skull and Bones is up your alley all right we're going to do predictions and we're also going to quickly very quickly whip around and do jorts keep it very brief very 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 brief uh do you want to do jorts or do you want to do predictions first let's do jorts and then do um then we'll go see ash ash has got something he wants he wants to share with us It's it's very exciting are you looking to upgrade your content Tired of being drowned out by the world around you? Then look no further than the SteelSeries Alias Pro microphone and the free-to-use Sonar software suite. The SteelSeries Alias Pro has been engineered to capture richer and deeper audio thanks to a cardioid capsule that's three times larger than most other mics on the market. And when used with Sonar's AI-enhanced noise cancellation, your voice will be clearer than ever. The Alias Pro utilizes an XLR connection with 48-volt phantom power to capture more and can facilitate a dual PC setup thanks to the included preamp DAC, allowing you to effortlessly solve audio routing and adjust levels on the fly. The controls even act as a stream mixer, so you can adjust volume or mute, and it has RGB lighting. Gaming just found its voice. Alias Pro, available now, has everything you need to make yourself be heard. Very exciting. Adam looks like he's been caught. Adam looks like he wasn't aware we were going to do jorts, but he will definitely find some bits and pieces. Fuck, I hate speaking about myself in third person. I'm going to stop doing that now. I feel like Adam from Well Played (laughs) should have realized it's the beginning of the month and, Mm. you know. Nathan, Mm. why don't you kick us off? I know you're ready. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'll start from the top. So the month's... Starting on the fuck is it the first or the second? Anyway, Grand Blue fans usually start on the usually first. the first. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you boys, no. So Grand Blue Fantasy Relink on the first of February. So that's going to be probably the most attractive and interesting looking JRPG that we might be getting over the next few months. At least an original one. Uh, because we're actually getting Persona 3 Reload, which, of course, that's going to be mm. fantastic. We were, I, I reviewed Persona 3 Portable last year. I think I gave that a 9. Um, so I'm sure just take that formula, spruce it up, give it a new fresh, paint, fresh, fresh lick of paint. Uh, so, yes, Persona 3 Reload, that's going to be the other big... No, I'll, there's there's more JRPGs this month, I've just realised. <laughs> Fuck. How many hours do you have to play games in February? Because it's not going to be enough. There's Elisa, which is this uh, kind of indie, not quite survival. It looks creepy. I don't know that it's necessarily survival horror, but it's got a kind of a, a PlayStation 1, almost looking like the um, sort of middle oh. gen of the um, Alone in the Dark games. 
so yeah, it's kind of like when Clock Tower started growing up. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yep, absolutely. James nailed it. Uh, the Thermaturge. This is coming out from eight bit, eleven uh, bit, and another studio. Eleven bit being the Frostpunk folks. Uh, this is kind of a character RPG. There's some weirdness going on. It looks like it's set kind of in a Victorian era with maybe some steampunk elements and some weird paranormal shit going on. It, it The trailers look great. There's Last Epoch. That's um, an action RPG in the Diablo vein that looks really flashy. Um, and I'm ready to scratch that itch because I've kind of put Diablo 4 on the back burner for a bit. So something else can take that spot. Pacific Drive, I think we're all pretty hyped for that. The survival car game in the sort of faux supernatural nature setting. I don't fully know what's going on there yet, but I'm keen to dig in. Love the granularity of customizing your vehicle and the atmosphere. Nightingale. Wagon, bro, your station wagon. The station wagon, exactly, mate. Uh, we got Nightingale is launching into early access. So Nightingale is the Victorian steampunky survival multiplayer game that's coming out from ex-Bioware developers. The world looks really rich. I don't know how... Oh. Yeah. Huh. Sorry, I didn't know the Bioware X folks were on this. Yeah. That does tick it up a few notches. This, yeah, okay. this is a big part of it. The only thing that's making me a little bit nervous, I'm totally down with all the survival and the crafting and yada, yada, yada. It's got some really cool monsters and that. I don't know if I love the fact that it's it's emphasizing that it's dungeons um, being a core part of its gameplay are procedurally generated. We'll see about that. And then the big JRPG of the month, the third, it is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is coming out at the end of the month. I'm still a little bit nervous about this because I didn't love Remake, but the preview for Rebirth was fantastic. It's open world. It's new, expanded open world. Uh, it was, was just a joy to explore. Um, I'm really keen to get back into that. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, I will quickly go through, but yeah, there's uh, Pacific Drive as well. Nightingale I'm intrigued by, but the open world stuff is kind of... Yeah, survival games, they're not, your, they're not really your forte, are they? I like them, but I don't have the time for them. Absolutely. That's such a big part of it. Uh, so, yeah, that, uh, I can't remember what else you said. But for me, we've got the Inquisitor on February the eighth, which looks like that Eurojank that I kind of need. Sure. Uh, <laughs> then on the February the thirteenth, we've got Ultros, a little psychedelic Metroidvania platformer thingy, which looks very cool. And then the big boy for me for the year, Banishes Ghosts of New Eden, is launching on February thirteenth. James is excited as well. I know he's. I can see it. In his... Very. Yep. Uh, and then it kind of gets a little bit cool. I am I, I am intrigued to see what happens with Skull and Bones uh, and its launch. Uh, the Thermaturge? The Thermaturge, yeah. How have you said that? I hope uh, it was correct. Yeah. And then you got Redwall uh, coming on February 20th. There's an anth uh, anthology thingy. Um, even though those games are kind of a bit... How you doing? But uh, no, I'm keen to support the support the boys. Um, that's pretty much it. Then we oh no, sorry, last one to be Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, the remake on February the 28th. Did you get around the original? Uh, you did, didn't you? I did. I did. Big fan. Big fan. Adam, what do you got for us? I'm not going to do double up. So Hell Divers Two. It's changing perspective. It's no longer like an isometric twin stick shooter. It's now just a 
full ass, full fat third person shooter, but it can. Did we only just find that out? Because I only just realized that. Uh, Since the. Yeah, since the debut, like the announcement trailer. Um, To be fair, the announcement trailer, I was like, oh, it's weird that they're like moving the camera so far down. It's an isometric (laughs) game. And then they showed actual gameplay and I was like, oh, (laughs) we're doing this then. Uh, It still looks fucking awesome. It's still like a squad based shooter. You're shooting big bugs. Sign me the fuck up. I'm, I'm down. Um, and the other one that I would shout out if I had a switch would be Mario versus Donkey Kong. I fucking love those little games. I think they are fantastic. They're just like little puzzle platformers. They're more, they focus more on the puzzle side of things than the platforming. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed them as a kid, but fuck Nintendo a little bit and I don't have a switch. So unfortunate. It's got to get in uh, touch with KV, mate. (laughs) Uh, He, he, uh, I will, I will. I'll slide into his DMs. Hmm. James, bring us home, baby. Um, yeah, no double ups. Everyone's already touched on pretty much everything I'm excited for, except for Star Wars Dark Forces re-release, remaster, whatever Cautiously this thing is. Optimistic. Very excited. Yeah. Did, did yeah. you ever play um, the originals? Uh, I watched someone play the first Dark Forces. Oh, um, I think that's as close as I've ever gotten. I was obsessed with Dark Forces 2 as a kid. A genuinely remarkable first-person shooter. I love that it gave mm. you all the force powers and stuff like that. It was so groundbreaking. Yeah. That was the one with the uh, FMV as well, right? Yes, it was. Yep, super cheese, nice, but I loved nice. it. I hope they get around to it. Yeah. Out of interest, yeah. James, what's your uh, your the game you are keen for the most out of what's coming in Feb? Because there's quite a big chunky lineup, so I'm, I'm just curious. It's a great lineup, yeah. Um, I mean, look, Persona 3 I'd kind of completely forgotten about, um, and I am quietly very hyped for that because uh, it just looks incredible. Mm. Um, I am also like you, though. Banishes is something that should be good, um, so... I'm in the mood for like a, a double A experience. Just something nice and lean would be good. So nice. Very good. Yeah. Alrighty. Let's go and speak to our good friend, Ash, who's going to give us a shout out. So we're going to give a shout out to our good friends at Steel Series. Amazing stuff. Thank you once again to the team at Steel Series for sponsoring the Well Played DLC podcast. And cheers, Ash, for your luscious, luffus, luffus? God, luscious uh, spill there. Alrighty, we've got an exciting time because it's predictions time. And we love predictions here. We do love predictions. We do love predictions. All right. I will go first because I'm going to read out Ash's marks and Big little Rixies to, uh, to to all of you. So we'll start with who went first. Mark sent me his last night. Where's here we go? All right, Mark's predictions for two thousand and twenty-four. Adam, what's so funny? Nothing. No, <laughs> Nothing. Dude, I'm on. good. Come Nothing. on, James. Why don't you share it with? Uh, why don't you share it with with all of us? Having a fucking giggle, mate. Uh, yeah, exactly. Just you know, post ad break, loosen it up. That's what it's all about. Mm. It takes it takes mm. Ash an hour to do those ad breaks. We sit here for an hour while he meticulously does yeah. that. So we need to get back in the mood. Don't think you'd appreciate your I'm revealing sure. that. I'm very, very, very sure that's what that was. So, right, so Mark's uh, predictions. Here we go. The Nintendo Switch, switched. Yeah, the Nintendo Switch next. My console name prediction launches this year 
with GameCube support on the NSO, Metroid Prime 4, Zelda Twilight Princess, Wind Waker Remastered, and Mario Kart Next. Holy fuck. Is that one oh prediction? Lord. That's one prediction. God, I'll treat that look five. <laughs> Suicide Squad Cooler Justice League marks the death of DC Games under Warner Brothers. Company changes tact and opens up branding opportunities similar to Disney's licensing with Spidey, Indiana Jones, uh, etc. going forward. God, Bandai Namco announces the return of Soul Calibur coming in 2025. Yes. Xbox buys the rights to Time Splitters. One can only hope. Activision Studio toys for Bob to develop. Nintendo confirms first ever PC release. A port of Splatoon 3, an exclusive to Epic Game Store. Epic in turn releases. Sh- Famous? Samus? Mm. Samus? Samus? Seamus? Yeah. Oh, mate. Seamus, <laughs> <laughs> fetch the Metroid. Famous Aran. That's fucking mint. That Seamus Aran. so good. Seamus <laughs> uh, Fortnite skin, but only viewable to Switch players. <laughs> oh, piss off, Mark. That's gross. Respawn announces and cancels Titanfall 3 again. Sega's power surge of remakes expands with Outrun and Sega Bass Fishing. Joining, yeah, boy. Uh, sorry, joining the lineup, Bass Fishing Excellent. is exclusive to PSVR 2. What a Sony pick. realizes the error of its ways and reveals new PS Portal model with ability to download and play games. The, the catch this time only games on PS Plus subscription service. Game <laughs> Productions confirm, confirms Death Stranding 3, including, sorry, included in Death Stranding 2. Also, marketing <laughs> agreement with Bond's underwear because Kojima. Embracer Group, <laughs> Embracer group I like it. I like it. closes completely. Good riddance. He said that Bones. to you last night. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oof. If only he knew. I like the energy that Mark brought to his predictions i thought that the the bonds underwear for death stranding was a nice touch i see what he's done there rather than monster energy drink it's bonds underwear mm. why who, well yeah. why was it monster energy drink why the fuck who cares just bonds i let's would go. wear the fuck out of some bonds death oh, stranding underwear wouldn't you though fucking lootly any day yeah. of the week if it said like porter on the little pouch <laughs> <laughs> whack it on my ass let's go exactly yeah. when you mean oh, the little um, pouch you mean the the fucking the jock uh, We all know what I meant. You don't need to hand gesture. Uh, ten <laughs> predictions from Big Little Rixie. Number one, Death Stranding 2 will release in 2024. It will have a subtitle and that will be announced at the upcoming State of Play and will be a title to market PS5 Pro. Two, the Switch successor will not be natively uh, backwards com- compatible with the OG Switch uh, and instead certain Switch 1 games will get upgrades in physical repackaging. Three, a new phys- uh, sorry, a new Final Fantasy remake remaster will be announced this year. Four, at least one pre-Activision acquisition, uh, sorry, at least one pre-Activision acquisition game made by Microsoft will come to PlayStation and Nintendo consoles this year. Right. Five, Final Fantasy 16 will be announced for Xbox consoles this year. Yeah, probably. Switch, uh, six, the si- God, the Switch successor will release this year and break records this year. Doesn't really say. Probably needs a little bit more context on that one. Uh, seven. The Until Dawn movie will be announced this year and will recast Rami Rami Malik in the film. Eight. We will see gameplay footage. Sorry, we will not see gameplay footage of the new Dragon Age or Mass Effect games in development this year. Nine. From Software 
will announce an animation based in the world of Elden Ring Ooh. 10. And I told him he needs to resubmit this one because I am not taking this one. Microsoft will not acquire a major publisher this year. I think that's too mm. too too easy, that one. I think it needs to be a little bit more meat too on those unlikely, bones. Because there ain't mm. me left to, for them to hoover up. Yes. <laughs> All right. Ash's predictions. God. No. <laughs> Let's go. One. Embracer Group will desperately try and regain some goodwill by hosting their own state of play, direct goofy garbage to show off the few games they still have underway. As part of this, they will either announce or allude to a new Darksiders title as Gunfire Games have somehow managed to avoid the mass firings. Two. Suicide Squad Killer Justice League will begrudgingly garner some favourable scores from vocal detractors who will state that even though it's live servicey and yuck, the game is still actually fun to play. It will absolutely get at least one zero out of ten score from a reasonably sized outlet. 3. Square Enix, after announcing their intent to better leverage AI tools to speed game development, will announce a project that is blatantly AI-assisted, like a clearly AI-upscaled version of an old RPG classic. 4. Focus Entertainment, um, the, the publisher behind A Plague Tale <coughs> and Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2, will rebrand to Pull Up Entertainment. Then they will rebrand rebrand back to Focus Entertainment after realizing that Pull Up has made them the laughing stock of the industry. <laughs> Five, <laughs> Razor will likely get into the teleprompter market with an offering that aims to fight with the Elgato prompter thingamabob. <laughs> Six, Discord has been flying under the radar for a while, so I'm expecting some form of bed shitting soon. I don't know why it made me laugh. Because it's funny. Uh, Likely changes to the to the Nitro subscription as they march towards establishing better profitability. Seven classic Blizzard games like Warcraft Three, Reforged, and Diablo Three will make their way to Microsoft Game Pass. People will complain that these are not World of Warcraft uh, or Diablo Four. I think uh, I saw today that yeah. Warcraft 3 might have made its way to Game Pass, or at least... Is it Warcraft 3 Reforged, though? Hmm. Mm. Eight, <laughs> Valve will make some form of announcement about the future of Team Fortress 2. I want to say it will be uh, a Source 2 version announcement, but I can't be that hopeful. Nine, Naughty Dog will announce a project that is not related to The Last of Us. It will also announce something Jack and Daxter related because nothing that amazing will ever come my way. Ten, <laughs> Embrace a group will quietly kill off the recently announced Dark Souls title alongside another gut-wrenching round of layoffs that now impacts the folks at Gunfire Games. Opens and closes. Fuck me. Comes full circle. Good job. Very good. That was surprisingly well bookended. Yeah, it was. It's done very well. He did that yet. I messaged him at like four o'clock being like, hey, have you got your predictions? And he's like, nope. I'll let you know. (laughs) These are so much more detailed than mine. God. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I want to hear James. All right, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, mine are pretty tame, actually, by comparison now, but we're going to get through this. Uh, Capcom will announce the Resident Evil 5 remake and tease its connection to the also newly announced Resident Evil 9, aligning the remake and new title timelines into a cohesive product. Uh, okay. Which I'm very excited about, obviously. Yeah, uh, PlayStation will recommit to the Knights of the Old Republic remake and heavily invest in its production, probably bringing it in-house maybe wouldn't that be nice Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree will be spun off into a standalone title at a reduced cost <laughs> a Bloodborne remake is announced eyeing a 2025 release date I'm just manifesting now let's yeah. be frank can I, can I um, just ask a question yeah 
Can we? Can you explain when you say spins spins off into a self title? Does that mean that you don't need the base Elden Ring to play? Is that how we're? Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Like it would be like a standalone game that you cool. can buy. Yeah. Uh, Xbox will begin a pivot to multi-platform publishing. The Switch Two is revealed. It is called the Nintendo Shift, and Metroid Prime Four is a launch title. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, I've, I've got a good feeling about it. I don't mind. Uh, shifts. A major, <laughs> right? It's, yeah, it's not bad. Mm. Uh, a major studio, I'm thinking like AAA Range, will announce a multiplayer open world survival game coming to PC and console because I feel like that is an untapped market that we're about to see a boom in. Uh, at least three major video game adaptations, television or film, will be announced, and one of them will be Red Dead Redemption. Ooh, from okay. software <laughs> yeah i feel like I, I could see it yeah uh from software announces new kingsfield game at the game of the year awards to cap off their year <laughs> that's not happening and jeff Keeley will turn summer of what is it summer of games is that what his little thing summer is games called fest? Game, summer games summer fest, games yeah. fest into a weekend event that you can buy tickets and attend other packs oh i like that yeah Good stuff. Hmm. all right nathan yeah, so mine's probably going to be the bare bones ones that you ain't going to be too pleased with, but uh, I'll make a start. So I think it's time for a new Pokemon Legends game. Uh, so it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'll quietly come back to what I think will be Switch 2 launch titles. I don't think it's going to launch this year, but I think we'll get an announcement for a new Pokemon Legends game. I thought Arceus was terrific. Uh, Are you going to whack a... Can I ask? Yeah, can you whack a region on this? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what? What region can can we get? Can we get? Like, let's, and what let's legendary? Come on, let's let's bulk this. No, out. no, I, I, I don't I don't begrudge them not having the legendary, but I would oh, like no. to know what region you think they're going to like retrofy. Uh, uh, I th- I think that they're not going to go for something retro. I think they're going to try and redeem something quite recent. Paldea. Oh. Yes, we've been there before, okay. but I think you know. Let's get a stable frame rate. Let's. And let, let's take a different look yeah, at it. Right. Let's let's redux that shit. Okay. Cool. Very good. All right. Next one will be Dishonored 3. I think it's time. Uh, I think there might have been some rumors swirling late last year that this might be something that Arcane could have in the works. And I'm very much ready for that to be the case. I don't think there's really any other AAA stealth game on the market, really, is there? No, the only Not thing the only I would thing throw to that is that Arcane Leon are working on the Blade game. True, true. Isn't there other Arcane, though? There is, but they um, I don't know if they're allowed to touch Dishonored. Uh, they're too busy supporting Redfall. Well, they, they, well, they, yeah, they, they did the stinkers. They, they did Prey in mm. Redfall. This, <laughs> I like that you put Prey in the stinkers category. Controversial, but I'll support it. <laughs> I liked Prey. I, yeah, you would. I was indifferent. Uh, Trails in the Sky. So remember, like, over the last couple of years, I've been, like, chiseling away at the Legend of Heroes games, the burgeoning JRPG series from Falcom. Uh, It's, I guess it's probably their kind of double A series. It's um, not not the prettiest, but it's got a lot of charm and great writing. Trails in the Sky, the trilogy, this was the kind of the first three games in the series. These were PSP games. They they actually might have originally been PlayStation 1 games, but they weren't localised as PS1 games. It's time for them to get a modern re-release, um, considering they've been re-releasing so many other games in the series, like the Crossbell Saga, and um, they're currently bringing uh, Cold Steel to modern platforms like PS5 and Xbox. Mm. So there's definitely a market there. There's a desire there. I think there was just an issue with um, 
licensing. So that's one. Uh, somebody's going to say fuck in the Dragon Quest Twelve trailer. They're going to drop. They're going to drop a big raw f bomb in a Dragon Quest game. Why? Because when they did the reveal trailer for Dragon Quest, they really emphasized they're going for a darker tone. And if you've played any of the Dragon Quest games, you know that dark tone is certainly not what you associate with those games. They're very light, fun, and breezy. So, yeah, just take a hard left turn, drop a fuck. Stalker 2 doesn't get it, does not land on its final release date. Oh, whoa, surprise. So I, I still hold that its final release date is not a final release date, and I am not agreed by that whatsoever. I think that this perfectly fits the mythos of a Stalker game mm. because they are famous for missing final release dates. Um, so just keep mm. that tradition going, baby. I'm sure the game's going to be good when we finally get it. Dra- uh, back to Dragon Quest. So now we're starting to dabble in some of those Switch uh, or, or, or Shift uh, launch Shift titles, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're gonna get uh, the Dragon Quest three HD two D whatever you want to call it thing that's been percolating now for a couple of years. I was surprised that we heard nothing about it in twenty twenty three. So I think that it's snuck under the radar to pop up again around September, perhaps. And then uh, actually, we're gonna get Game Pass on the shift. Why? Because I've been wondering, like I remember a few years ago, Microsoft and Nintendo were doing this cute little kissy kissy thing on Twitter and we saw nothing of it. (laughs) Now we're going to see some kind of partnership, uh, whatever you want to call it, Game Pass. Obviously that requires Nintendo to have some functional, you know, internet services actually going into it. So fingers (laughs) crossed. Uh, Sega, Sega, Sega. They do another retro console. It's a Dreamcast. They're bringing us a little Dreamcast retro console. It's time. I think that would be cute. Don't know what they would do with the controllers, mm. but it's definitely something that would sell. Or I would hope. Wouldn't it be ironic if it didn't sell? <laughs> what do you reckon the over-under is on the trailer for that hardware, including like a kind of mellow, chill version of Dream a Little Dream of Me? Oh, there is so many cute songs they could go. <laughs> it could just fit, right? <laughs> I, I was more picturing like some kind of tune from like Sonic Adventure 2 or something rattling off in the background, some yeah, high energy shit. It. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Limp <laughs> Let's take you back to 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur. Remember that game? I do. From like 8 bit Yeah, yeah. Um, it's getting a sequel. That Embracer's actually done something. They've actually got something to bring to market. <laughs> it's a sequel. It's not received as well as they thought. Rhode Island's up in up in arms, and <laughs> where's Rhode Island? Rhode Island is pissed. Uh, but I would be delighted. I, I thought there was so much potential in that game in in the original. Uh, so we've got another shift. I, I just want to call it shift now because I think that's perfect. We got another shift mm-hmm. launch title. It is. It's another two point five H two two. HD2, whatever the fuck, from Square Enix. They're just going to be piling those on at the end of 2024 because they've been so successful for them. Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is finally going to get a remake. and They're not going to do a 3D thing. No one wants that. Just just give it the nice Unreal Engine, you know, 2D, 3D makeover, whatever. (laughs) The sheen. Yeah, (laughs) I would be be so in love with that. That would be terrific. Uh, That's all my 10. Good stuff. Very good. Alrighty, uh, before Adam brings us home, I want to go through my mind a pretty quick, like uh, yours. So first one, one CEO of a notable publisher will announce they are taking a pay cut slash forfeiting bonuses 
to save the company from laying off staff to you know kind of get that mm-hmm. kind of that kind of goodwill. That prediction All... shouldn't be unusual, but yet it is, right? Like <laughs> that no, would be a this, surprise. This is more sorry. This, this is more that it's a public announcement. Like this is more that it's a hey, you know, oh, yeah, it'd be a publicity move. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Rather than you know them just doing it and mm. moving on with their day. Uh, all three big games from the Xbox developer Direct, so we're talking Indiana Jones, Hellblade, and Avowed, uh, will launch this year, but only one of them will have an open critic rating of 80+, plus one month after launch. Another publisher yeah. will acquire the rights to Time Splitters from Embracer and announce a HD trilogy remaster. Fucking Mark's chilling my ideas. Manifesting. At least one games, at least one game studio suffering layoffs will point to launching on Game Pass as a key reason for their, uh, you know, losing Ooh, people. Controversial. PlayStation will not have a big name holiday first party release this year, and no PS5 Pro will be announced. AFL Twenty Three Pro Team Mode, uh, Pro Team Mode. What are the fuck's called? I can't remember now. Pro mode, whatever the fuck it is. Pro team, sorry. Uh, will will be cancelled before it's ever before it ever comes out. I'm amazed that's still that not that's a still thing? not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Capcom will announce a Dino Crisis remake. Also announcing oh. that Shinji Mikami is involved. Oh, why do you hurt yourself like this? I don't know. Microsoft will acquire Crystal Dynamics, which then becomes the sole developer of Perfect Dark. The initiative is announced to be moving to a new IP. Yeah, that one. All right, then a couple of little little fun ones, but a little bit of... Elon Musk will invest in video game development in some capacity, and his first game involvement, uh, that game will see him star as the main character. Can we get James to review it? I saw that shiver run down James's (laughs) spine. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Oh god, I would vomit. Uh, Warner Brothers will announce that Rocksteady is developing a game for the Phantom, and the collector's edition <laughs> comes with a full purple spandex getup and a copy of the Billy Zane film. <laughs> <laughs> Prediction on DVD eh? or VHS? Dealer's choice. Beta. <laughs> yeah, you... Beta Max, mate. <laughs> so there you go. There's my ten. I think you're taking the piss with that last one, eh? That is, that is very zane, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have one that was kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, sure. I like how you, you have a go at me earlier in the week. You're like, well, they should be, you know, okay, well, all, semi-realistic. Like, I think nine really nine of mine are. Really, like, really nah, <laughs> fair, nah, fair call, fair call. All right. What do you got, big boy? Let me paint you a picture. The lights oh. go to... Nah, I don't have, I don't have heaps <laughs> of pageantry this year, even though it's at my core, who I am. Uh, I'll start off with some tame ones. First is Beyond Good and Evil 2 gets officially canned. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move forward. Yeah. Ark Raiders will drop to strong reviews and claims that it breathes new life into the extraction shooter genre. We hope. I think they can do it. Yeah. I genuinely think they can do it. Yeah. Can you read that last bit just for clarification? They say that they're breathing new life into it, or the reviews say it breathes new life into it. I assume it. reviews. Strong reviews that, with claims that it breathes right, okay, new okay, life okay, okay. into that. No, they're not just going to. I'm not just saying their marketing <laughs> is it. that, hey, yeah. we're doing this cool thing. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. People are going to say it's going to be good. 
Uh, next up, we're going to go a full calendar year without hearing a peep from NeoStream Interactive about Little Devil Inside. <laughs> My prediction next year will be that the game will be cancelled. Oh, no. Uh, number four, Half-Life Alex releases on PSVR 2. That was, Doesn't affect sales. That was my prediction last year. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> nah, and it probably won't. Number five, Phil Fish makes a return to the land of the living, <laughs> announces Fez 2 is back in development, oh. cancels the game and retreats from society before the end of the year. Yep. I'm expecting yep. this to all happen between September and December. Yep. And it's and, <laughs> and, and that that's a full a prediction season. too. Like that'll that'll come. Yeah. The whole thing. Mm. Whole thing. A span of three months. Uh, number six, Fortnite will move from brand integration to brand assimilation. <laughs> Fall Guys will cease to be a standalone project. Uh, standalone product. It's only in it will join. It will join the horde. Fort uh, Rocket League will cease to be a standalone product. Yep. It will join the horde. <laughs> uh, it will. Epic will also introduce physical guitar peripherals that will be sold to accompany the festival mode. I feel like that's a gimme. I feel like that's yeah. a gimme. Yeah. We've got uh, we've got some back to back Kojima for you boys because I know you love him. A. The first teaser trailer for Death Stranding. The Death Stranding film is split into multiple segments and will be distributed across multiple regions. Mm. Fans across the world will be forced to collaborate to reveal the full video. The footage is literally just Norman Reedus sitting in a room with a baby that's crying in the background. Fuck, I hate but how likely that is. We'll have to piece it together. How fun. Uh, Strands yeah. Like a shit. strand experience. Like yeah. We'll all have beaches. Uh, next one is Kojima's OD game doesn't get another trailer. Instead, the entire marketing campaign uses subliminal messaging hidden within each of Xbox's presentations throughout this year. No release date in 2024 is mentioned. Nine. The Game Awards will feature fewer celebrities, but it will find time for Margot Robbie to spruik a game called It's Fantastic, a short, narrative-driven Barbie game akin to Life is Strange that is available right now. Shadow Drop. How great. Fuck you. <laughs> Next, this is all one prediction. Award winners will also have a far more generous minute and a half to accept their awards, and the internet will complain that the whole thing was drawn out and boring. <laughs> yep. And... My final prediction for 2024. Let's go down. The lights do go down. Writing off the success <laughs> of Alan Wake 2, Remedy will announce that they're taking another swing at mixed media integration. They will reveal a project intended with a major streaming platform to produce a television series with playable video game chapters mixed within. I don't think the world was ready for Quantum Break, <laughs> but I think they had something. I think Alan Wake 2 has proved that you can do games with live action. So I think their next thing is going to be live action with some games. There's my 2024. Don't break the internet there, mate. Good stuff, man. I like it. <laughs> well done. Thanks, mate. Good predictions all around. I think there's some, there's some pretty Fuck solid oath. ones what in a, there. What a banger year. Mm, we had good. some mm. really solid predictions this time around. The shift. Oh. Righty. Oh, I nearly okay. Words. Can you just while we're here and while we kind of just head into the news, any any predictions that kind of didn't make the cut? I I was gonna write. I I think Phil Spencer is gonna start winding back his public appearances because I think the kind of goodwill train on him is going to come to an end and they're going to start putting Sarah Bond in those positions instead. Um, I was gonna put that in there, but it just felt too like seriousy. So is she. Uh, yeah. 
I always forget, is she Xbox or is she Microsoft? Xbox. Right, okay, yeah. Nice. Uh, the only one I was going to have is, you know, do you remember the very first PlayStation prototype, which was made by like Nintendo and Sony together yep. kind of thing? Yeah. I was going to yep. be, I was going to mm. be like, they're going to uh, do this like retro gaming device called the Super PlayStation that has like a bunch of old school like <laughs> Nintendo games and a bunch of old school PlayStation games. Oh, how good that's yeah. a cracker. <laughs> that's really but, good. My, but, the, my, but the name, I was like, eh. Super, I, don't, I don't hate mm. Super PlayStation. Super Playtendo. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's a real mouthful. Someone put a bullet in it. Uh, my <laughs> other one that I canned was that Aisha Tyler is going to come back to host everything this year. Fuck the I entire 2024. Right? Is she going to make she a meme? <laughs> she's going to be all the memes. But yeah, she was going to... doesn't matter if it's Xbox, PlayStation. She's just going to host mm. everything in 2024. I can't wait for her to come out and be like, it's a bit sussy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. God, she's a trooper. <laughs> she is. She's the best. Uh, yeah. Nice work. All right, James, you're up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Put your somber face on. Oh, fuck me. Uh, this week in layoffs. Um, got a, a, pr- a pretty big one to kick things off. Uh, last Friday, Xbox uh, laid off just under 2,000 people, uh, citing the overlap from its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. An internal memo went out from Phil Spencer to staff stating, it's been a little over three months since the Activision Blizzard and King teams joined Microsoft. As we move forward in 2024, the leadership of Microsoft Gaming and Activision Blizzard is committed to aligning on a strategy and an execution plan with sustainable cost structure that will support our whole growing business. Together we've set priorities, identified areas of overlap as the important one, and ensured that we're aligned on the best opportunities for growth. As part of this process, we've made the painful decision to reduce the size of our gaming workforce by approximately 1,900 roles across our 22,000 people on our team. Um, This primarily seems to have impacted a long-in-development Blizzard IP survival. I think it was using the... um, What's that Blizzard shooter that everyone likes or doesn't like Overwatch? Mm, yeah. That's the mm. one. Yeah, I think it was using that engine, but this thing had been in development since 2017 and they were starting to ramp up into proper full scale and Xbox has come along and said, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, Blizzard president Mike Yabara, is that how you pronounce his and name? He used to work at Xbox as well, I'm pretty sure. Oh, did he? He, okay. went, he went from xbox 2 blizzard i'm i'll double check that but keep going interesting okay well ash reports that uh he has also left the company alongside the original founder alan adham who returned to the company in 2016 yabara in particular has been quoted as wanting to be in it for the long haul and would only leave if dragged out adding further consternation to the outcome of these decisions um Mm. Obviously, like for a year where we're already dealing with layoffs in the industry, this is the biggest we've seen by far. This is like a a staggering number of people lost their jobs. Um, And it's like, yeah, like it's an acquisition. It's a merger. This this is kind of was always going to happen, I think. Um, And it's a shame that the conversation around this didn't really let us talk about that this was probably going to happen. But um, yeah, thoughts. Just very very quickly before we jump into thoughts. So Mike Yabarra was at Officeworks. Was it Microsoft for <laughs> 19 years and six months? Relatable. His last, Relatable. His, last, his last role from January 2017 to November 2019, he was corporate vice president, Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass, and Mixer. 
So he oh, then shit, went Mixer. to he yeah. then went to Blizzard as an executive VP and then ascended into president and then fully ascended. To so, have fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty like that is pretty wild that he is obviously been given the mm. given the tap on the shoulder because they've um, yeah they've announced his replacement today, which is or yesterday, sorry. Um, some Call of Duty former executive. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Sorry. I saw Jason Schreier pointed out that like, it's interesting to have watched uh, Activision Blizzard kind of like struggle for years over the encroaching different business models and, and sort of nature of those two businesses coming together just for it to ultimately end up being led by somebody from the Activision side of the fence. Like it's just very like anti Blizzard as it was at the time. Anyway, yeah. um, I'm, I'm not sure what that company looks like now because yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all Xbox now. Yeah. But anyway, but um, to answer your question, the whole thing is fucked. Because uh, if you mm. look into the, some of the stories and the reporting by Jason Schreier, there's talks of like three, four, six-ish months ago, maybe a little, little bit more, that there were roles in, uh, I think, Blizzard and maybe even Activision where they were actually forced to move to California mm. to be, you know, and they've now been let go. So, I, mm. and you would think, and I was reading some comments and like I was thinking this as well, but three, four, five months ago when they were making this, you know, they were fighting to get this merger through, they would have known that there were going to be roles impacted, yet they still, you know, twisted people's arms to move across the country or wherever they or maybe even move internationally, I don't know, um, only to mm-hmm. kind of kick them on the street kind of thing, which is, yeah, and it's just, um, it's shit. Like, for, for a mm-hmm. company that ended, I don't know which day it was, but a recent day... In the last week. It was the same day they announced this. They closed with a $3 trillion valuation. Correct. Correct. Uh, and like, yes, that's not Xbox. That's Microsoft, who is, who is, you yeah, know, the, uh, yeah, same thing, right? But um, it's the pockets, you know? Yeah. Correct. Um, and it's just mm-hmm. wild. It's just wild that there is that much valuation in terms and they can't, mm-hmm. yeah, they just, yeah, it's very, very sad that, that they couldn't have, I mean, I don't know, maybe they did offer people to go into roles within microsoft somewhere else and i don't know but i don't know it's um very very sad mm-hmm. yeah i think the kick in the dick for me was the the first thing i thought about when i read this was that really awful cringy where an xbox blizzard family now video that they put out no, when the merger finally no, went through i forgot that and i remember we we all hated it at the time it all it kind of Arctar backs up at the, it was all like integrating with, you know, now Blizzard, a part of the, the green brand. It was audience all happy families. Mm. It was Mm. like to a sickening extent. And like you said, Zach, like they would know this well, well, well in advance. Like there's one job, there's five people. It's math. Mm. To put the, the front facing public facing thing of we're welcoming them into this great new opportunity while this is bubbling away in the background is just, it's just fucked. It's, it's really, Mm. and I, I've, I can't remember where I heard it, read it, whatever. It's hard to internalize this, to think about 2000 people. Like next Mm. time you go to some sort of larger event, like a, I don't know, music event or something, and look around and start counting heads. It's such a staggering amount of people that have mortgages and loans. And like you said, have moved across states, countries probably to 
for these job opportunities. Like it is, it's heartbreaking. And to see the stat of this, it was like 60%. We've already met like 60% of last year's layoffs mm. is, yep. and it's not even the end of the first fucking month is just mm-hmm. unbelievable. James put out a, a really good piece on Kotaku that you should all definitely read if you absolutely uh, if you mm. get if you get the time. I started one. I just didn't have another chance to even kind of go back to it. James has seen what I've what I've written, but um, like my feelings are that like if this is happening to Xbox, I think the rest of the years, you know, that, I think that's a bad sign for the yeah. rest of the yes. year. Like if a three yeah. trillion dollar company mm-hmm. cannot afford or is it laying off this many people, yep. and you know, I think I think everyone here or just in general, accepts that layoffs and redundancies are just part of business, right? But when you sure. when you buy a big company like that for sixty nine billion dollars and then promise, you know, it's all it's all good, baby. Like, and then three months yeah, after, we're in the family now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing is that I do feel for the people at Activision Blizzard, right? And I, this is kind of where I I started my piece with, and it's uh, before they got. Um, it was 2000 and I should get it up, but it was like 2000 and something, 2018 maybe that they, uh, Activision posted record profits, yet they still laid off 550 people, right? So, you know, mm. this is a company that can afford to keep those people, but they were having, you know, the problems with the the court cases with Bobby Kotick and stuff and all the sexual harassment side of uh, stuff or that was being covered mm. up. You know, then you get bought by Microsoft and you're like, sweet. Phil Spencer's a great guy. He, you know, he talks, he talks the talk. He sounds like he's going to care about us. It's going to be great. Then, you know, the merger finally gets put through and then you're told, no, you're out. Mm. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's quite sad that I feel like a lot of people probably would have been excited for this change to come. Um, You know, we're going to be bought by a company that actually might give a fuck about us only to then Mm. not give a fuck about us. Yeah. I mean, that was like the, the crux of the the piece that I wrote as well is that like Xbox has done such a good job of establishing a, a brand for itself as the friend of everybody in the industry, like gamer and worker alike. And like that image is what is used to ferry deals like this through, right? The, the reason why the conversations around that acquisition were so fucking messy. Like go and look at the replies to my tweet about that thing and tell me there isn't a problem in the Xbox fan community. Like it is a fucking mess. Um, and these people have just been you know, conditioned to defend a, a very corporate entity like this. And I think that's why I said before about Phil Spencer stepping back. Like, I don't know how, like, I think somebody tweeted about this, but like, if you're in front of Phil Spencer and you're interviewing him and you don't press him on this, yeah. like, what are we doing as a, a media industry? Like, um, eventually we need to kind of, you know, stand up and, and find some backbone, I think. Yeah, um, I'll be very interested to see how the year goes. Because the second part of that tweet is... um. Because if you don't like at that point, we're just marketing or or something to that effect. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just Which, have, it's yeah. the whole enthusiast press stuff. It's it's the stuff we're always trying to dodge and sort of not be explicitly a part of a marketing machine. And I think like especially when it's like this many people impacted and on this scale, just say something. Um, the but, yeah, yeah, the real shit thing with that is that those opportunities would be very controlled. Um. Mm. Yeah. So, and not to throw anyone under the bus, this is not a, not a, but it would be something kind of like, like an Xbox. Um, what's the kind of funny one? Like, like the X cast. I feel like that yeah. would be a, yeah, a show that Phil Spencer would go on and talk about this, like how he did with the Red Bull stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In a very safe space for them to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, while we're still talking layoffs, unfortunately, we do have to touch on Embracer, the fucking Grim Reaper. Uh, strikes again, shuts down development of a previously unannounced Deus Ex game. A hundred jobs lost in the process. Uh, the studio confirmed this as well on Twitter this morning, saying that uh, jobs have been lost across development, admin, and support teams. Um, yeah, just more. It, I mean, it's it hurts more. every time, mm. but but when yeah. you know that mm. there's a project that you didn't expect that you were going to get, and then you find out there was a possibility, mm. and you're still not going to get it. Um, so yeah, mm. that Deus Ex one that that hurt just a little bit more as well today. And that's a like mm. uh, that's a studio that has been around for a long, long time as well. Uh, um, yeah, haven't they? Like what, thirty years, twenty um, years, or at least yeah, that. Has been around for a while because they've been through the whole Square Enix. I was about to say the name has, but um, yeah, the team has fundamentally been overhauled. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. um, you know, but that's got a like a legacy. Absolutely, it's a prestige. Yeah, yeah, Uh, Yeah. and Embracer just keeps fucking doing this shit. Like how it can't be sustainable um, for them as a company. I don't think. I don't know how they recover. From this, like in terms of an image perspective, um, and at, and at what point do they just simply try and sell off things rather than shut down? I, I wonder mean, if they're, they're even technically kind of, allowed to. What mm. to sell? Yeah, what, just what just there? the nature of the way that Embracer managed to swallow up all these acquisitions at once. I don't know the legalities of like the um. Oh uh, gosh, I can't think of it now. I was thinking about it earlier today, but there might be because they obtained so much so fast. There might be some kind of like because it's within the EU and stuff like that, right? There might mm. be restrictions saying you need to foster like a Goldilocks period. Correct. Or something. Thank yeah, you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Absolutely, you, yeah. you, you, you've gotten all of these. So now you need to foster them. You can't mm. just flip them. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if there's like let's just say. Uh, EDOS, for example, or have you said, like if they went to, let's just say Microsoft, you know, because they got $3 trillion pockets, but if they were like, you know, here's a new Deus Ex game, you know, we bought it for 20 mil, we'll sell it to you for 10 kind of thing. Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, I I would like that, but it just seems like a sinking ship that's taking everything with it. Mm. I don't know, just again, like this is another CEO that just feels like, like you read the stories about like his... He's still got like his well, his private fucking chefs and shit like that. Is like, that mate. right? Yeah, there was a, a story about it. I might have been Polygon, but I don't remember. I don't recall. Um, but it was interesting about yeah this guy. Okay. Li- living his lifestyle still. Uh, while he just cuts. At least someone's allowed to. Hmm. Mm. Speaking of scams, uh, <laughs> Fantastic had a fucking meltdown on Twitter uh, about the day before. So now, fortunately, the tweet's been deleted, so we can't read the full thing. So I feel like there are several people here who might want to do that tonight. I was about to say, but, I know someone um, who's the, got receipts. Do you want me to fucking read you the... Uh, read I, you the... I, I do not need a verbatim. I feel like we have given Fantastic more than enough airtime. And not just us either, but like broadly this industry has humoured these chuckle fucks for so goddamn long now. And it's exhausting. Um, but 
broadly, they did jump on Twitter. They released like the the standard JPEG, you know, text dump image and whatnot, where they kind of ran through the idea of like, oh, we didn't deceive anybody, and we you know, didn't it take a, a real penny, game and we tried really hard. Exactly, yeah, no pre-orders. It's all good. And then it takes like this sharp U-turn into just this really kind of like a word I can't use because I don't want to make Jordan do extra work. Um, but it uh-huh. starts with like a literal like, and by the way, and it's like we're not even that bad. Like it's it's so shitty. I just uh, th- these people. Uh, so I've got it up, and, and, I, and I want to read very, that, very quickly one thing. Yeah, so they, so they talk about that we didn't deceive players, we didn't deceive the investor, and apparently the investor and them are still buddy buddy. So pats on oh, the backs all, all round. And those, those, those employees that said bad things about us, mate, <laughs> were they were they even real? Um, yeah, but Did, uh, were they even employed? Because uh, yeah. we don't employ. I mean. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. yeah, the main the the weird turn here is where it goes. Who made money on the day before? And they say certain bloggers made huge money by creating false content with huge titles from the very beginning to gain views and followers, exploiting the lack of information about the game's development. Their actions triggered a gold rush among content creators due to the game's pre-release popularity. Um, and then they... The thing is, technically that is correct, right? But like, it only is okay because the game actually was a fake piece of shit. Like, yeah. But but the the idea of like a, a cottage industry that pops up around a game like this, we're seeing it right now with Suicide Squad. Like, there is a a certain thumbnail, a certain title that you are going to get views on at the moment, absolutely, because people like to buy into these moments of hype, even but, if it's negative hype. But you are, uh, and then it just keeps going. Because I've got, I've got, I've got yeah. to read this next bit because this bit's good. And then it says, uh, the, the headline kind of is, uh, uh, why do they say that the game released is not the same as the trailers? Okay. Remember the experiment where you asked to count pink objects in a room and then recall the blue ones? You won't remember any. It's all about focus. The negative bias instilled by certain bloggers making money on hate-affected perceptions of the game. Look at unbiased gameplay like Dr. Disrespect's stream at release. Despite the initial bugs and server issues, he liked the game which we fixed later, and the game received improved <laughs> reviews over the weekend. Pretty sure it didn't. Unfortunately, <laughs> the hate campaign had already inflicted significant damage. By the way, after sales closed, many people wrote to us that bloggers had deceived them and they like, and that they liked the game and they asked for access. We also heard that petitions were created to continue development. And on the black market, the game's price exceeded 200 bucks. <laughs> and some even began to make their own mods. <laughs> lovely so yeah they basically Delusional. did this on twitter got a got a community note saying that this game is a fake scam deleted the tweet posted wait did you get a community got, note got another community note i didn't um, see that <laughs> deleted it again and i think they posted it a third time i'm not sure what happened after that are they just getting shit-faced of an evening and typing <laughs> this shit out and then they wake up the next day and they go oh i should probably take that down because no. that's the kind of energy that that particular tweet had. Yeah, I gotta start taking mm-hmm. Ambien when I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not not that we want to promote their stuff, but more uh, be aware of their. But they uh, supposedly the brothers are uh, hiring or getting people for a new mobile game. So you've been warned. Keep, Straight uh, fuck them. Keep, keep your wait. eyes peeled. The dance out there. continues. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. Um, Adam. Hello. Unsuccessful launches are a yeah, pretty man. common thing these days, apparently. The day apparently before. Apparently so. Yeah. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. To me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd, so you'd probably be sitting there 
James, rightfully thinking, well, hang on, Suicide Squad isn't out yet. That doesn't come out for another two days yet. And you'd be half right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't (laughs) want to, I didn't want to come out and say it. Spoken like a bloke that doesn't have 165 bucks. Exactly. So it's, they're already doing this shitty practice of standard edition comes out for all you fucking mouth breathers. (laughs) It's $115 and it comes out on February 2nd. Or you can be some giga chad and get the deluxe deluxe edition for 165 fucking Australian dollars to get it 72 hours earlier than the, the other plebs that aren't paying all that money. So you get other shit, right? You get outfits, you get this, that, and the other color swatches who gives a fuck. You're paying that extra $50 for early access. Let's not beat around the bush. That's the incentive, right? Mm-hmm. So what you would expect for that early access is to be able to access the fucking game. Early. Turns out, can't do that. The game launched in early, or the early early access isn't what it is, but you, you get my turn of phrase. And people were booting up the game and it was completed. 100% completed. There was a bug that the game played its fucking self because that's probably what you're going to want the game to do. <laughs> um so they took it offline because it's an always online experience because who doesn't love that? Um, so 22 hours ago, that's when they pulled the plug and said, fuck, there's a problem. 17 hours ago, they said, we've identified the problem that are affecting player profiles and we're currently text- testing a fix. We'll let you know when the fix has come through and you can continue playing. That was 17 hours ago. That is, was the wait, last still update. Down? It is still down. That is that one full fucking day of your three-day early access period that you can't play the game. It's to the point oh, now no. where even if they do partial refunds, they give you... Hang on, let me... But hold on. They give you some Luther coin to spend in the in-game store. Uh, you can't fix that. That is like a sour no. taste in your mouth that you can't you can't fix. God forbid you took and this time game work. <laughs> Though I would exactly. say, I would say, if you've spent one sixty five on this, given the what's you know, given the talk around it, then you probably deserve that. Look, if you have done this, I think you're an idiot, and you shouldn't be allowed their money. But, 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 <laughs> but, 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 it's also not your fault. No, it's not. Right? No. And so, like, if yeah. if these people want to have the audacity to sell it at that much, like, the least you could do is have it operational on on that launch day, quote unquote. Um, what a, what a travesty. What a fucking embarrassment that is. That's embarrassing. Just very, 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 very quickly, because I have to point this out because it, it made me want to die. I was watching uh, Royal Rumble a couple days ago and everything is spot. Like every wrestling thing is sponsored by Suicide Squad at the moment. Fuck knows why. AEW, WWE, everything. I mean, it's a circle of a Venn diagram, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) So the the new live action trailer comes on while I'm enjoying my highbrow wrestling event. And (laughs) I've seen it before. I kind of half tune out. There's a different (laughs) ending to this particular trailer that's shared, that's on Royal Rumble where right at the end, Will Arnett, God bless him, I'm fucking sorry, and I hope you got paid a good amount for this. He dies. He's dressed up as as uh, death, uh, Deadshot. Which is he problematic. He walks towards the camera. Yeah, he walks towards the camera as he's respawning, and he says, 
I've got too much riz to die. Is that what he said? I watched that multiple <laughs> times and I thought he, I, I couldn't understand. Like, no subtitle. I couldn't understand. Your brain just wouldn't let you accept no, it. No, well, no. It seems like he's just, you know, he likes a paycheck. He's become kind of like a Nick Cage kind of role guy. For, for video like, games. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and exactly. you know what? Yeah. Sweet Bless taste. him. Yeah. Mm. But um, soon enough. Did you, Adam? Uh, I don't know. Did you see the clip of the game that was circle? Oh wait, Emmy, you're not on Twitter. Never mind. Um, the point is, there was a clip of a late. I'm guessing a late stage story beat from the game circling mm. on Twitter earlier today that had uh, Batman fans in particular quite riled up. Um, and it did more to sell me on wanting to see what this story was than the preceding like you know, three years of marketing and lead up we've had for this game. Like I, I didn't realize the game had the ability to tell any sort of cohesive moment beyond it's kind of like loud whiz bang Riz moments. Yeah. Um, so well, I was very surprised by that, but I, Riz, I won't be touching this with a, yeah, I think we just got a Riz, well rizzed. For for all of its shortcomings of which there are many, I think the really unfortunate thing is this is the last performance of Kevin mm. Conroy as Batman. And oh. I think it is a real fucking shame that this is mm-hmm. the the lasting impression that people are gonna have. But it's just yeah, partic- it's really unfortunate. Particularly because it's gonna be go it's it's virtually gonna go extinct in twelve months' time, right? Like it's not yeah. gonna be preserved, yeah. not exactly. really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real shame. Yeah. But yeah, all right, that's my rant for Suicide Squad that's over. It. Thank you for listening, Ch- boys. Tune back in Appreciate next week it. for more. That's it. See, see what happens. Uh, last up tonight, um, more new Switch rumors are floating around. This time, there are reports out of I want to say Bloomberg, but I can't remember um, that are suggesting that it will launch with an eight-inch LCD screen. Uh, so the standard Switch is six point two. The OLED model is seven. Um, so bigger screen awesome i guess happy days the lcd part is the part where i think people are quite divided Mm. um i was initially very reluctant on this because yes it will make it cheaper uh for the consumer but i in my mind i'm like well it's also not going to look as good as the oled because the oled switch looks fantastic it's it's an excellent looking Mm. screen um friend of the show kieran verbruge though over at press start did point out that the playstation portal that just came out does use an lcd screen and does look pretty good um so there is a world in which LCD screens have obviously come a, a bit of a way, I guess, since the first Switch. Um, so this could still look nice, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm sad it's not an OLED. I really like the OLED screens for portable stuff. And then we can probably assume that there will be an OLED model down down the way mm. as well. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, just no on doubt. the portal, uh, Mark is actually reviewing the portal for us. So he has received his cop- uh, unit. His unit. And uh, he is playing with that. So expect a review at some point in the next week or so. Um, I know that Adam is keen go. keen to see what Mark, Marky Mark has to say. Yeah, very much. Hmm. All right. That's the news. That's the news. All right, let's go to off topics and we will make it quick and head home. James, you're doing 2000s film of the week. Talk to me. I am. All right. Now I've had to edit a little bit of this because I was going to give it away too quickly. Um, although this room, who knows, maybe it won't. Uh, Mia has just found out that she is the blank with her friends, Lily and Michael in tow. She tries to navigate through the rest of her 16 year, 16th year with the assistance of her recently discovered grandmother.
See, I've I feel like if nothing. I was asking a room full of gays, it, this would be a very different reaction. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm sorry like to let you down. Folly, but... <clears throat> I feel like I know this, but the grandmother got me, so I'm not too sure. The star is Anne Hathaway. Princesses something? Diaries? Close. Bride? Yay! There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Princess... <laughs> Princess Bride. No, uh, prin- The Princess Diaries. I'm sad yes. to say I've never <laughs> seen it. Am I sad? Not really. Oh, it's a, I don't know. It's a clap. No, it's a classic. It's good shit. Hmm. Get in there. Get yeah. a bit of Anne Hathaway up here. Yeah, absolutely. I've got time for it. Uh, <laughs> big Zach, fan, what have you been watching this week? Big fan of the potty. Um, so I have been watching a Swedish TV show that is called My Normal Life. No. Um, Sounds like K-drama. I really should have... Um, <laughs> it does. Sorry, sorry. My Normal Family is what it's called. I'm just looking Sounds on... It's more like a cage around. On, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and it goes... So... I'm trying to show you without reading... What's the genre? Drama? Thriller? I guess. Uh, basically, it's, a, it's, it's about a, um, a young... Something happens to a f- young girl. I don't remember how old she is. Twelve, thirteen, something like something like that. And then, um, yeah, then it fast forwards uh, like a few years, and she's nineteen or twenty or something. Um, and yeah, then something then occurs. Uh, and yeah, that's it's basically about that. And, and this yeah. is called a nearly normal family. No, it's yes. Yeah, sorry. It is called a nearly normal family. Yeah, this this one I'm finding is a Swedish Netflix series that came out last year. Mini series. Uh, not too hmm. not too sure, but yeah, I've only seen it yeah recently. But yeah, uh, three episodes in, and it's yeah, it's decent decent so far. Uh, also fired. watched. Oh no, I told you that last week. Watched Thanksgiving. Um, mm. Yeah, didn't love yep. it. No, no, thanks were given. No. Carry on. Adam. Nathan. Uh, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about your wrestling rides. (laughs) Mate, the wrestling was fantastic. It was the Royal Rumble, mate. It's the the funnest wrestling event of the year. 30 men in a ring, 29 get thrown out of the ring. One goes to WrestleMania. It was fucking, it was great. It's it's one that even lapsed fans kind of come back for because it's just got a like a gimmick attached to it and you know you you get some mates around and you all draw numbers and that's those are the wrestlers that you get and you hope that your wrestler is the one that wins it's just i don't know wrestling's inherently dumb this is a little bit dumber and it makes it even more fun i had a fun are they literally the all in the ring at the same time no they come out one by one in like i think it's one and a half minute intervals so they're okay. they're not all in the ring at the same time that would be absurd right. they've done it before they absolutely have done it before but <laughs> Boy, nah, so I've got no elbow room in here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. That was my my event of the the past week, and I don't think I'm planning to start watching the new True Detective. Yeah, mm. same this weekend. But I reckon. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I haven't started it yet. That's next uh, next up for me. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So. April and I have been chugging away at True Detective. There's only three episodes out so far, so you know, oh, okay. don't don't be in too much of a hurry. It's 
very slow burn. So you're probably doing yourself a favour to wait a couple of weeks and give yourself some good. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I didn't realise it was makes sense actually because it's HBO, isn't it? So yeah. it'll be weekly drops. Yeah, weekly mm. drops on binge. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, it's good. It's very slow burn. Uh, but the actual the the. The main event for me is actually a '90s film of the week that I think Zach maybe mentioned towards the end of late at the end of last year. It's The Quick and the mm-hmm. Dead by Sam Raimi. Was that one that you mentioned, Zach? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll Russ, play that one. You know, Gene Hackman. <laughs> you were get, uh, it had oh. to be you because you're like, oh, Gene Hackman is like the rest. No, I fucking, fucking love care Gene about, about Gene Hackman, but there it is. If anyone does, it's you. Leo DiCaprio, oh. Russell Crowe. Um, Absolutely. Sharon Stone. It's fun. Like, it's a real... I love a bit of Sharon Stone. It's a real 90s film. Like, real 90s blockbuster, but with, like, a good bit of uh, Sam Raimi schlock. It has just this... Like, if you can see a gif or, or look it up or anything... Um, the, the film itself... We've already been over this, but just boil it down. It's just... A, it's it's about a tournament of duels, really. Just a little town. All these folks come to the town to have a tournament. Winner takes home a lot of money. As they're having these fate, like these showdowns, it does the typical Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi thing where it's like sharp zoom up on one person's face and then sharp zoom up on the opponent's <laughs> face and then sharp zoom up on the clock tower because they're waiting for it to hit, you know, the hour and then another sharp zoom up on the face and just these like wacky zoom, but it's so much fun and no one really does this kind of like, sh- you know, schlocky cinematography like Sam Raimi. Um, I, I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a great bit of 90s fun i don't think it's a marvelous film but you know the caveat of it being fun <laughs> 90s film is definitely enough to to float it by and that's still on netflix oh cool. very nice nice work thank you uh james how about you 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 want to oh, i'm just uh continuing my descent into mobile suit gundam good man um i'm in the i think i'm nearing the final arc like things are getting pretty heated at this point people are dying left and right it's great I am having a tremendous like time. genuinely good. Oh yeah, like sincerely, like um, I it, it it I don't know if I've said this in the show before, but it started as like I'll watch this as I'm falling asleep. Then it shifted into ha ha, James is watching the 1979 mm. Gundam, <laughs> and then it shifted into oh fuck, I need to watch this a few hours before I go to bed so I can get a few episodes in and actually get into the story. Um, like it just it crept up on me with its investment. Um, but it's it's very that's very, very Gundam. Yeah, like I've seen a couple series, yeah. and usually they don't start with the best hook. And you kind of like, yeah, this will just be background noise. And then it ramps. Yes. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, I'm, I'm turning to the screen going like, oh, my God, Murai. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very, I'm very delighted. <laughs> very nice. Good stuff. All right. Shall we? Anything else we want to share for uh, off topics? Just keep, nah. keep watching One Piece. Keep doing that stuff. All right, cool. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Well Played DLC podcast. Big shout out to Steel Series for sponsoring it as per usual. Everyone have a great uh, weekend. And if you want to read any of their reviews uh, or features, do, do go check out our Made uh, Aussie Games coming out this year video and article. would be great to get some support. You can see that on www.well-play.com.au. And we will see you next week. Cheerio, folks. Goodbye. See ya.